classic 80s metal. Symphonic death metal opera. But I've got to be in the mood to listen to Black Sabbath. Many of our listeners weren't even born then. Back for time, it was very progressive. I can see there are thrash elements. You are a metal paradox. A stunning vision of death metal. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It just seems so dated. I hear this more as operatic and goth. Florianson will surpass Halford as the iconic heavy metal singer. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Great Metal Debate listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a while since John Plug and I have gone at it over the airwaves, but we're going to go at it tonight, because I can't tell you how stupid he's been about metal lately, but I'm here tonight to set the record straight. John Plug, how are you this evening? Brian, I am back. I am more metal than ever. This has been an incredible year, 2015, one of the best years ever in metal. So by more metal than ever, you mean you are now actually listening to metal music? I've always been listening to metal music. There wasn't much back in the 80s, a little more in the 90s. After 2000, that's when metal really caught fire. God, I so wish that we had video cameras back then because I could show so much evidence to refute that. But that's not here or there. We all know that there was metal in the 80s. You might have caught me listening to some grunge rock, a.k.a. Metallica, but as far as true metal, not much there. Dude, I not only caught you listening to Metallica, I caught you in a circle headbang in the middle of the church parking lot, being about as sacrilegious as you could be, and you were loving it. Well, speaking of awesome tunes, let's talk about a tune that you heard one night this week. Tell us about the concert you went to. Oh, man, I got to see the Agonist. In Nashville, Tennessee, at Exit Inn, they did not disappoint. The first time to see them with new vocalist, Vicky Siracus, a different vocalist than previous singer, Alyssa White Gloves. I was a little skeptical going in, because as you know, Brian, I'm a huge fan of Alyssa. I have counted her among my top ten metal vocalists of all time. You do like the White Gloves, I'll give you that. Nonetheless... Vicky really impressed me. She's a little raw. She's obviously new to touring, but her voice has the capacity in the future to be a strong, strong metal voice. Well, I, I, I wish that I could have seen that concert. I, I'll tell you, I love the new album. I think she sings on the album, uh, her material, as well as Alyssa White Gloves does on the material she sings. Uh, I mean, I know how strong you think that uh, Alyssa is live, and, and I'm glad to hear that you uh, were impressed by Vicky live also. Tell me, didn't you get a chance to interview her? I did. I think that's already up as of the time that we uh, post this podcast. I did get to sit down with both Vicky and Agonist founder and lead guitarist Danny Marino. Both of them really cool. Super uh, awesome to speak with both of them. I would encourage everyone to listen into my interview with both of those people. Yeah, it's really good. You know, I think you could definitely hear the experience level, even in the interview. You know, Danny was much more, um, 
I guess comfortable in his own skin talking like that. And, and Vicky, although you could tell she had done it before, she was a little more shy, but very honest. And it was a good interview. I really enjoyed it. She's a little new to that. This is her first world tour, yeah. singing for the Agonist. A lot of pressure there, man. I appreciate and admire these musicians because they put themselves out there in a way that normal working people just don't do. Well, I mean, they've, they've, sold, they've sold out to the lifestyle. I mean, that's for sure. It's got to be exciting seeing all the fans. And it's got to be, I mean, you know, you don't know these people that are interviewing you. I mean, you could be like a stalker. I mean, but at least, you know, she's willing to sit down with a fellow metal brethren. You know, uh, Cobra Page talked about that, how music unites everyone. And uh, I love the fact that, that uh, uh, these people are willing to talk to us. And Brian, we've spoken to a number of front people who have taken over for iconic front people. We have, yeah. For example, we've talked with Tim Ripper Owens, who took over for Rob Halford, one of the most iconic metal vocalists of all time. We have spoken with Amanda Kiernan, who took over for Stu Block, one of the best vocalists of this decade. And now speaking with Vicky, who has taking the mic from Elisa White Gluz, I have a ton of respect for people who step in where another has succeeded and they're not afraid of failure. Uh, you know, and, and you can't be afraid. You got to throw it out there. You got to make your own way. You know, that's, I mean, that's what the movie Rockstar is about. It's a, it's a semi Tim Ripper Owen story about how he just stepped up and owned it. And he did. I mean, for two albums, he kicked its ass and he made his own name with Judas Priest which you have to admit is, is, is super hard to do. And I, I think Vicky can do that uh, with the agonist also. I agree. And, I, you know, when I saw them, they performed a ton of their new stuff live. And I, I think we'll see that going forward for the agonist. The Vicky Siracus era of the agonist is going to be uh, the primary era that they're going to be uh, concentrating on. Did she do any of the old stuff? She did a little bit of it, but only three songs in a nine-song set. So, you know, again, I think they're really focused on the future and not embarrassed of their past, but certainly not concentrating on it, which, as you know, I think is important. Right, right. You know, and it, because there's no place for nostalgia in metal. Well, I'm sure there's no place for nostalgia in your metal because you're a fad metal guy. I mean, you just move right on through to the next big thing. So, I can understand how you wouldn't, you could care less. I mean, I'm surprised you mentioned Alyssa uh, because someone knew singing. I mean, I'm just like, if there's some metal from my parents' generation, I mean, I'm not going to be concentrating on that. I'm concerned about the new, the modern, what's going on now. Well, you know, that's one thing I like is that Molly, my mom, has been to a Kiss concert and a Van Halen concert and. You know, I, it would not surprise me to see her crowd surfing one day. So she's a fan of hard rock. That's that's a no. She's a fan of an interesting metal. genre. And I mean, I hope one day she could go and see a metal. No, concert. she's a fan of eighties metal. You dick. You know it. You know there was metal in the eighties. Make me sick. So Brian, let's follow up on a conversation that we had in our last podcast, the first real podcast of twenty fifteen, where I talked about. The dearth of metal shows in 2015, and that I was really disappointed there just weren't many bands touring in 2015. Boy, has this year proved me wrong. Absolutely, man. There are so many bands coming around. I mean, you've got Y&T, 
Testament, Exodus, Death Leopard, Tesla, Sticks. I can't wait to see all those dudes. Oh, Anthrax yeah, and Volbeat, too. And some of those you mentioned are metal. Most not. I've already gone to see Revocation and The Agus. I'm going to see Delane, Sabaton, and Nightwish coming up in May. And then in the fall, I get to see Insomnium and Omnium Gatherum. And then Camelot. Now, oh, I just saw about the Camelot show the other day. I'd actually kind of like to see Camelot. Of the sort of synth metal bands you like, they're not bad. Uh, Revocation is my new favorite death metal band. I mean, I love listening to their stuff. Now, I want to see Delane, and I kind of want to see Nightwish. I definitely want to see Sabaton, but I want to see Nightwish in concert just to see if the, you know, if this is the be-all, end-all concert that you claim it's going to be. I never claimed it was going to be the be-all, end-all concert. Let me ask you a question. How many times are you going to see them? I'm going to see them twice, back-to-back back yeah. night. And when? One of the greatest experiences of my life. There it is. Thank you. I won that one because it is the be-all, end-all. You wouldn't go see Judas Priest back-to-back -back anymore. Oh, I forget. You don't like them anymore. God. I have seen Priest ten times. The most of any metal band, I probably will never see another band ten times. Well, at least you say they're metal now. I mean, I'm glad you still think they're metal. The concert you're talking about with Delane, Sabaton, and Nightwish, how many of those bands do you think I think are metal? I think you think all those bands are metal. I would not make that claim. Oh, really? Who would you say is not metal in that lineup? I would just say the over-under to me would be 1.5. Okay, come bands on. Are metal. Come on. Speak the conviction of your life. Which band is metal, which is not? You're not going to half-ass it. I'm just saying not all those bands are metal. Chicken shit. I would agree with you. But I do kind of want to see Delane and Sabaton. Mm. I want to see Sabaton. They have a grand sound. I love their sort of the grand sound that they come out with. I've seen Sabaton once. They were really strong. Yeah. They have accepted the torch passed on by a band like Man of War. Yeah, I could kind of see the comparison there, actually. Yeah. And then I've seen Delane twice now. This will be the third and fourth times I've seen them. They're very strong. They've got a lot of rocking sound. Uh-huh. You know, how much metal there is there, I don't know. I think that's a matter of debate. I could accept that reasonable premise. They're still pretty good, man. Their last album I really kind of like. But really, the gem that you want to see is Nightwish, right? Nightwish is so good, especially their new album, Endless Forms Most Beautiful, informed by a strong atheistic concept. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really, it's it's very lovely. The music is so melodic and soothing. I could see how you would want to kind of, you know. They begin with a spoken word <clears throat> intro by Richard Dawkins, and it cuts in on the second track to Weak Fantasy, a strong critique of fundamentalist Christianity, a cry for secularism. You know that Dawkins does believe in God, right? He just thinks it's him. So, so you, you want to see... You want to see the Nightwish and Sabaton and Delane. You've seen the. I'm going to see you're them. You're going to see them. And you're going to see Camelot, you said. And Insomnium and Omnium Gatherum. Are those like sleeping pills that you're going to take for the concert? or? No, man. That's my favorite genre of metal. That's very not... melodic death metal. It is. I've heard that. Yes. I think that's the ultimate in metal. The melody with the death. 
I mean, it's it's not my favorite, but it's certainly I mean, it's certainly metal. I would I would make that claim, but but it's not my favorite genre. And, and you know, you and I have this argument. I like songs, not bands or genres. I either like the song or I don't. I think it's metal or I don't. And and, and I don't have any problem with that. And, and I'd label both of those bands, Insomnium and Omnium Gatherum, metal. Uh, and some of their songs I love, and some are not my favorite. But, I mean, I think they'd probably still be worth seeing. I love a concert, period. It's funny you say that because there's another concert that night that my wife is going to. So my wife and I are both driving to Louisville, Kentucky that evening. I'm going to the metal show, Insomnium and Omnium Gatherum. At a 2,500-seat club, my wife will be driving to a 20,000-seat arena where there will be a hard rock show. An 80s metal band. A hard rock show featuring Tesla, Styx, and Def Leppard. I I actually may be at that show with her. I assume you will hand in your metal card before you go. Dude, there were 80s metal. Have you heard the first two albums from Def Leppard? Oh, yes, I oh, have. They're freaking awesome, and they're metal as hell, dude. If that's what you're calling metal, then could that be any further than what you're going to hear from Insomnia? But that doesn't mean it's not metal, dude. It's just a different style of metal. It's like... Uh, metal is a style of music. Yes. That's what metal is. It's a style. You say, oh, it's a different style. That's right. Metal is a style. So if it's a different style, it's not metal. That's right. And if we were to put up on the Facebook page, what's your favorite style of metal, instead of using the word genre, we'd get 40 different answers. Your style of metal is not the only style of metal. I don't disagree with that. I'm not a fan of a lot of different styles of metal. Okay, well, I think 80s metal is a legitimate metal style. A period of time is not a style. A period is just a period of time. Well, you know damn good well, 80s is just a descriptor. It's not necessarily about the period of time. Whatever. I mean, you have before, Brian, characterized the band Judas Priest, my favorite band of all time, as 80s metal. Yes, a ludicrous claim, given that the band was founded in the 60s and had five albums in the 70s. Dude, I don't think Painkiller was 80s metal. I don't think Nostradamus was 80s metal. Two completely different styles of metal. Neither one of them 80s metal. I would say... And superior to I, anything oh, that Priest shit. released you, in the 80s. You're going to go to hell for that statement right there. I can't believe you just said that. Would you agree with me that the latest Priest album, Redeemer of Souls is at least a return somewhat to their style of music they played in the 80s. I didn't think that, but I've heard you and a few others make that claim. If so, it really denigrates that album in my mind. It makes me question you know, how good that album really is. So now who's judging metal by the years that it sounded like? No, I'm, uh, I'm judging metal did. based on non-metal fans accepting it. You know what? It's funny that you say non-metal fans. Can there not be fans of metal that like other kinds of music? Oh, I love other kinds of music. Of course. But you're not a metal fan. You're a a non-metal fan. I mean, I love world music. I love death metal. But I love 80s metal, too. 80s metal is not a genre of metal. I'm afraid there are millions of people that would disagree with you on that. 
millions of people whose opinion has been created by VH1 and other pop culture venues that have tried to tell them that this idea of 80s metal exists when it doesn't. So anything that's popular is not metal. They've been, they've been pushed on you by the man. Exactly. Man, you must think people are stupid. I do think people are stupid generally, yes. That is a ridiculous statement. Whether or not a song is metal has nothing to do with how smart or intelligent the people that listen to it are. Well, I would agree with that. I would say that a lot of not very sophisticated people would, in, uh, in some sort uh, of vague and informal way, say, oh, yeah, that's metal. Oh, my People God. who would not identify themselves primarily as metal Your fans. metal shit don't stink. You are such an elitist with that shit, man. Think about my wife. She's going to that Def Leppard concert that you may go to, but she's going to it because she wants to see Def Leppard. She wants to see Sticks. Yeah. She wants to see Tesla. She is a big fan of those bands. Uh-huh. She is not a metal fan. Well, then, according to you, there's no problem with that. There isn't a problem with that, because those bands aren't metal. Man. They're hard rock. And the first two albums of Death Leopard were metal. Tesla had some great metal songs. Styx was the very definition of metal in the 70s, dude. In the late 70s, they were metal. They were the beginning of metal. What happened to hard rock? Why do you run from the identifier of hard rock? What's wrong with saying that Sticks is hard rock? Oh, I would say they have more hard rock songs than metal songs. But some of their stuff is extremely metal. That's why I judge metal by the song and not by the band. It is true that there are metal bands that have non-metal songs. Judas Priest would be a great example. Take Living After Midnight. One of the greatest metal songs ever. That's one of the classic hard rock songs. There's no way that's a metal song. Even Judas Priest has made clear it is not a metal song. Oh, it's so metal. Gosh, I'm, Even I, I'm, Judas weeping, Priest. I'm weeping in my soul for you, dude. I cannot believe you're saying this. There is no soul. There is a soul. And I'm weeping for you in it. So, um, you enjoyed the show, The Agonist. Did you like the other bands with them? No, I didn't. So man. you saw the show with the one band that you really liked. That's cool, though. The Agnes is good. I'm curious, though, why there there was another concert uh, on that on or, or near that date that had two bands which you used to like. Do you know what show I'm talking about? You're talking, Brian, about Testament and Exodus. Yes, and and my question for you on that is why you got to be a dick and not go. Let's hear this. This should be stunning about how you something about how they're not metal anymore or a bygone area. Just let me have it. I would like to have gone to see Testament. Not so much Exodus. You just had better things to do, right? I had a better band to go see. Oh, my God. I mean, the Agonist is more metal than Testament. Oh, my God. Is it lightning where you are? I can't believe you said that. This is the same band that put out the album Practice What You Preach. The Ritual. You're abandoning the ritual, dude. You're no longer a disciple of the watch. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, they had a great run. I, I really enjoyed that run, Low, Demonic, oh and uh, the the Gathering albums. But in hindsight, Practice What You Preach isn't quite that great an album. I'm going to come over there and I'm going to stab you in the heart while you sleep. I can't believe you just said that. 
Good Lord. Have you heard the new, uh, what's the new album? The Roots, uh, shit, I can't think of it. Um, Darkest Roots of Thrash. Yes. Have you heard that? Yeah. It's great. It's all right. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? What happened to your taste in music, dude? I mean, The Agonist is great. I'm sure they were a great show. The interview, which, by the way, is on the Great Metal Debate uh, Facebook page right now, is great. But it's Testament and Exodus, dude. Dude, I've seen Testament now seven times. I'd rather see The Agonist. Okay. Okay. Now, this I can get behind. You would rather see a new band that you haven't seen seven times uh, only because you've seen them so many times you want to see something new. That's why you went, right? No, I wouldn't say that. I would say, objectively, one band is better than the other. Dude, I may pray for you to die tonight, and I've never done that. I can't believe you. You're serious. I'm absolutely serious. Oh the material of the agonist okay. is superior to that of testimony. Okay, let's, 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 let's just say that you've lost your freaking mind there. What date are Nightwish, Sabaton, and Delane going to play on? The two dates you're going to see them. Nashville, Tennessee on May 11th, uh-huh. and then in Louisville, Kentucky on May 12th. Okay, good. And, Great Metal Debate listeners, look for a, another artist interview coming out of that concert. Ooh, I'm fairly aroused. And it's not because of you. All right. So you're going to see them on the 11th and 12th, so that leaves plenty of time for you to go on the 17th to see Judas Priest and Saxon in Cincinnati. Yeah, I probably am not going to go see that. I've already seen Priest on their tour in support of their latest album. So, no, I'm not going to see that. I just threw some shit across the room, damn it. I can't believe you. Why aren't you going to that? I've seen Priest on every single tour from and including the Turbo Tour in 1986. So I've seen them on every tour, this one included. So you're, so you're not a fan anymore. I guess I can accept that. I'm a huge fan of Judas Priest. It's not enough to go see it. I've seen them on every tour. Wait a minute. Wasn't it you that told me that a fanatic lives and dies for their band? Are you not a fanatic fan of Priest anymore? I am a fanatic fan. It's I saw them on them. this tour. I stood in the cold for like eight hours to see them on this tour. Yeah. You saw them one time and you bitched about it then. You get a chance to see them in an auditorium where they have a full set and a great sound with another legendary, maybe my favorite 80s metal band of all time, Saxon, and you've got an excuse. I'll admit that's an element. If Judas Priest was coming around with Epica opening, I'd be right there because that would be two legendary metal bands. The fact that they've got a washed-up, lame non-metal band like Saxon opening for them makes it not very compelling. If I was there right now, I would kick you in the wiener multiple, multiple times. How could you say that they're not metal? Saxon, you've heard Wheels of Steel. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like something my grandma would listen to. Yeah, let me go one better. There wouldn't be an Epica, a Nightwish, a Delane, or a Sabaton if there wasn't Saxon and Judas Priest. You better thank your lucky stars that there were those bands or else your guys would be singing Bieber pop. I'm pretty sure that Saxon could never have existed, and the metal I listen to would be just fine. Well, yeah, the metal you listen to, yeah. I mean, it's very gothy. I'm sure Marilyn Manson had some influence on them. Well, Brian, I couldn't disagree with you more. You know, that's not a surprise. It's not too often that we do agree. 
And so the great metal debate continues on and on. It does, and we encourage our fans to continue listening. Join us on our Facebook page, The Great Metal Debate, where the debate continues. And be sure and check out our artist interviews, fan casts, and other podcasts of The Great Metal Debate page on both SoundCloud and YouTube. And you can always pick those up on the Facebook page. John Fogg, I think we've had a pretty good discussion. Brian, I hope you burn in hell. According to you, I will. So we're good, and we're out.